Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yo, we back. Yoda B. Got John with me. Hi, John. Summer break is over, Brandon. It's time to get back to it. Back to business. We just cashed in all of our PTO. And Stuart, are you also here? We're talking Vikings draft, everybody. Vikings. <laughs> Here we go. No. 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 Now we're not. Still, still no. not doing any. Too early. I think. Oh God, it is like the middle of July now, though, isn't it? It is. We it took is. a full month. So off yeah, it, and they July. start training camp starts in July. So uh, shit, man, it is it actually is. close. I fear Fuck. to say that it is legitimately not too early to talk about the Vikings, but we're still not going to do it. Oh, no. No, yeah. I refuse. I know most people tune in to us wanting to hear about the Vikings, and we're sorry mm-hmm. to say for those of for those of you, we are not, we don't have any Vikings content planned tonight. So no. you can go ahead and, and log off, press stop, go listen off. to whatever go, else you're going to listen to. Go, go watch and, the uh, All-22 of the minicamp, the, you know, mandatory minicamp workouts, and, uh, you know, just uh, go, go straight to hell, basically. Send <laughs> us your scouting reports, and then we'll steal them and read them on the podcast, and then just go straight to hell after yeah. that. This year, instead of previewing the Vikings, we're just going to get friend of the podcast Josh Fiedler in here to do it for us. There's That's no point in even having him having Why him on pretend? the show. We're no, literally just going to have him record the show. That's that's all we can stomach this year. So good, so smart. Well, boys, I went to the Twins game today. I played hooky and I had a friend in town, and so we went to Target Field and walked to the Town Ball Tavern and watched the World Cup. <laughs> Copa! Not that a bad is, little Wednesday, I have to say. It was that not is an excellent. That's an excellent Twins game attendance right there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I'm going to pay yeah, money so, to go into a stadium that has bars. You basically just went to a baseball theme park and watched soccer. Yep, my picture is on the floor though, so it is. It's a one of a kind experience. Are, are you? Is there like a memorial there for all the people who've won a hundred games? In their town ball careers? Is no, that but I left a comment. No, it's every winning team that's won state for class A, B, and C get their picture on the, at the town ball tavern at Target Field. So we won last year, so I uh, just um, stared at a photo of myself. One of my favorite pastimes is me, of course. <laughs> so I did well, that, I and then we watched the Little World Cup. So it was pretty good. Cool. Is it just the current champions, or is your photo literally on the floor like 49 different times <laughs> for wish. every year that I have your asked. team has won Class A? 
I have asked. Nope, it's just the most recent champs. So gotcha. it's uh, so we just have to keep winning. That's easy. Um, That'll be easy. But Brandon, at what point in our friendship were you going to tell us that your nickname was Taco Broxy? For, the, uh, <laughs> for your town ball team, I feel like I that's something that should have that should have fucking come up at some point. I know. Well, it's a hard thing. I, you know, it's like a George Costanza worlds are colliding sort of scenario because in half my life I'm Taco and the other half I'm Poochie, and you guys know me as Poochie. You're my yeah. Poochie world. Yeah. So would you like? I I didn't want to confuse would, anybody. Would you like to recount why your baseball buddies call you Taco? Sure. I said it's a great nickname, and someone on our team should be called Taco. And then <laughs> it was met with dead silence, and then they started calling me Taco. <laughs> after that. Yeah. Good story. That's, Good story. I just love the nickname. It's so fun. And then now Jones is Mini Taco, of course. Mini um, Taco, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's how that one started. Usually you know nickname called? origin stories are a little better than that one. But no, I legitimately was like, someone, someone's got to be a Taco on this team. You know, it, the the funny thing is, one of the guys. You know, I do the, the the great baseball road trip with our good friend Mike Rand every summer, and one of the guys that always goes on that trip is also nicknamed Taco for the exact same reason. Just loves the nickname, and then he gets it. It's just such a. It's just a good nickname, and then somebody's got to be Taco. So Taco yeah. is Taco. Right. That's very true. Anyway, wow. the that was a little bit of a preamble, but the buildup was I, have, I saw some World Cup today, John, and I wanted to ask you, are you watching, and what are your thoughts so far? Before we get to the World Cup, I have one further question about you being nicknamed Taco. Have sure. you not shared that with us because if our good friend Chicken Fingers found out your nickname was Taco, he would hate you even more than he already does? You know, it was definitely a consideration. And you, can you blame me? We know how he is an no. angry man. Very angry. He's an angry, irrational. He has cut people out of his life for so much less than a nickname. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that um, for a fact. I don't know he, names, he, but I know that for a fact. I know what yeah, he uh, yeah, Earlier this evening, he got mad at um, one of our listeners, uh, Human Touch from Twitter, um, for going to see a ELO cover band because he hates the Electric Light Orchestra so badly. Um, <laughs> And I admit the Xanadu soundtrack is a bit much, Jeff Lynn, but uh, um, the ELO's not not a bad rock and roll band, but uh, Chicken Finger strongly disagrees, and when you go see a cover band of a band he hates, well, it's a fait accompli at that point. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't so he... I actually uh, wish that my friend who runs the Minnetonka Miller's Twitter account had not posted that, because now the... The secret's yeah. out, but if Chicken uh, Finger Sixty Nine, if you're still listening, they don't really call me that that often. I don't know if that helps at all. It's it's just a it's just a every once in a while sort of deal. Well, he definitely already, understands he's already killed wants, me. So yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll work. It's a gray area. It's a gray area which yeah. Jerry loves to be. So yes. All right. To follow up with the answer to your second question about whether I'm watching the World Cup, the answer World is Cup. of course obviously Woo-hoo! I'm watching the World Cup in a strange way. This year has almost, I'm not going to say it's been more fun because obviously having the United States in the World Cup is the most fun thing, but it's freed me up a little bit to just enjoy the tournament rather than spending all of my time looking at the standings of the USA's group and trying to figure out, all right, they played one game. If Can they get through if they only win one more? Or can they get through? It's, it's just a lot. It's a little bit like when say the twins lost in 
the play-in game last year. What do we call it? The wild card game. The wild card play-in game in the baseball playoffs last year. When they lost, immediately I didn't want to watch the baseball playoffs at all because my team had lost. But in a year like this where the Twins won't be in the playoffs, I'll be way more excited to watch the playoffs just because I won't have that disappointment. So, John, what teams have you gravitated toward cheering for? Well, because I want to be right, I picked, before the tournament started, I picked France. Then it just so happened that the beginning of the knockout round fell on a Saturday. So the Star Tribune, which which I write the soccer column for on Saturdays, also published my knockout round picks. And I again picked France to win. So I'd like to be right. So I've been cheering for France. Awesome. And uh, they, anybody they got, else? Oh, sorry. This what as I was far as to, Mbappe is on France, right? The guy from Hansen. Mbappe is on France. That's okay, correct. Just checking. Okay, thank you. He is a, he is a very young French person. Hmm. Um, so I, I've gravitated towards France. I think beyond that, I think a lot of them have been interesting, if not particularly attractive i i feel like a lot of people got behind england this year i i i kind of bring it home john bring it home right and then everybody made the same joke as soon as they lost today which was you're going home they're going home etc i literally every story i read about the game today made some version of that joke Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i saw that um so I think people were way behind England. I think Croatia is kind of fascinating. They have they have a number of good players, but they're all really old. And hmm. now it's it sort of felt like four years ago Croatia would be better. Instead, they were terrible. Um, they they along with with Belgium have sort of thought that this was this was their generation where they actually had a chance to do something. They both countries call it referred to it as the golden generation. That pretty much happens. Anytime you have a number of, a number of decent players, especially if they win something at like the youth world cup, same thing was true of Mexico. They had the, the golden generation that again, lost in the first knockout round, which is hilarious. I, I don't think there's any getting around that. It's been was, so long when you talk about the whole, uh, the what whole was the score of the knockout round game, John, that they lost. The, the it was Dosa Cero. Oh, funny, uh, funny, funny, funny how that goes. Weird. Mexico had such a weird tournament because they started out with one of their best wins ever when they beat Germany, and it was a major milestone and. Everyone was talking about how great things were for Mexico, and then things sort of went downhill for them. And it went from the highest high to, all right, they just barely beat South Korea, to they got slaughtered by Sweden, and they would have missed out on the knockout round entirely if South Korea didn't somehow beat Germany. And then they got stomped by Brazil in the first knockout round. So it all it all worked out to be funny for those of us who wanted Mexico to lose. Um, as far as, as far as the rest of the tournament, I think France has been one of the most compelling teams to watch. I thought 
Belgium was probably the most compelling team to watch. They, <laughs> my peeps, yeah, shout out all my Belgium folks. They had, they had one of those teams where you you don't necessarily think of oh this Belgium is full of superstars, but when you look at their team, you're like, man, every one of those players is awesome. That guy's awesome. Eden Hazard is awesome. Dries Mertens is awesome, and he's not even starting. It was it was just sort of this random thing where you look and you think, wow, Belgium's really good, and France managed to beat him. So, John, are these soccer teams and players getting more talented every World Cup, or am I just understanding the game and the athleticism and the skill more every World Cup? Well, when you say more talented, do you mean more skillful or mm-hmm. the games are better or the teams are more complete top to bottom? No, I definitely just mean the first thing, more skillful, more impressive like moves that you can see. Wow, that's an incredible athletic play. Like is that is that happening I, more? Yeah, I I would say that's true, but I I don't think that's necessarily unique to soccer. I think that's also true of baseball and basketball and football. Right. So soccer is getting just a, they're they're progressing and advancing just as much as other sports. Yeah, Some I dude would agree with kicked that. Kicked one of the goals today. I think the Croatia guy basically just like somehow uh, his foot was over another guy's head when he kicked it in. <laughs> that was that was one of those things where. Th- Ivan Perisic scored this goal and you thought, wow, how did he get a foot on that? And then you go back and watch the replay. He almost kicks Kyle Walker in the face, but somehow his foot goes directly over Kyle Walker's head. Incredible. It, it was, it could have just been a foul. You're not supposed to almost kick a guy in the head. No, but instead he scored a goal. Instead he's a hero. Um, is there so? What is the rule? On the, is there just some sort of weird FIFA uh, regulation or restriction that you can't post gifts and videos and whatnot on the social medias? Is I think that what's happening. I think Fox ha- that I can the Fox accounts. I think no, not at you personally. America can do that. I think. <laughs> Hilariously it's really frustrating because I'm at work and I'm not watching these things and I just see a bunch of out of context people like whoa and then the other one's like what and then the other one's like amazing and then usually right. if you're if that's happening in another sport I will almost immediately somewhere in the timeline someone will show the replay you know they'll post uh, here's here's what just happened and in the World Cup it's just like then I, they just stop reacting and they move on and I just have no idea what actually happened it's really really hard when that's what I'm sort of used to doing to keep up with big sports events. It's tough. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the people that I follow are not posting highlights on Twitter, but I'm just not seeing them. It sucks. I I, I think I'm pretty sure that not necessarily immediately, but fairly quickly Fox was posting GIFs and clips of all the goals and stuff. So I think you might just have not been following the right people. But did you just soft G? A gif? Yeah, that's how the guy who invented the GIF pronounces it, and everyone I talks don't about give it. a good goddamn how he pronounces it. GIF yeah, well, means something else already. GIF means nothing. You invented, so you they get, get to, GIF. You invented, you get to invent how it's pronounced too. I'm not. I don't make the rules, Brandon. No, that's not the rule. That's not the rule at all. And I dis, I have decided that's not the rule, and it's GIF. 
Well, I'm. You can take it up with Frederick Jiff, <laughs> the Gore. inventor of the Jiff. I don't actually know who invented the Jiff, but I do know that he pronounces it with the soft G. I we can you can yell at me all you want. It's not going to change <sighs> how I do things. Uh, can I refer to you as Jonathan from now on? I think you already do. <laughs> oh, classic Yanni. That's the type of response you get out of Jan. Oh, Yanni. That's such Yonathan. a Yan statement. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes no sense what I just argued, by the way. Because that guy wanted that. Now I can call you whatever I want. That, not, that's the stupidest thing I've ever said in my life. Well, if, if, if our good friend Dr. Fingers was here, I would also have to leave town and rename one of my children for some reason. So. <laughs> for, some, for some unknown reason. No, I thought that I had read that there was a restriction of reposting replays. Um, I think, yes. I think that is true. That it was, I know ESPN was restricted to a show like 12 seconds of highlights once between the hours of 6 p.m. and midnight or something like that. And it's so just drawings like a courtroom. Yeah. yeah, literally on ESPN they resorted to just drawing pictures and <laughs> Scott Van Pelt had his it daughter has to be on like during draw stuff. The old workout show they had on on like, you know, five in the morning on ESPN too with like Kiana Tom. They have to show it during those like you know, when they're doing their stretches. <laughs> That's the only time you can actually see a highlight of the World Cup because Fox paid so goddamn much money for it. For a while so they were stupid, doing though. They were legitimately doing Lego reenactments like Batgirl. You remember Batgirl? Oh, yeah. And Her Suit. We all do. Yeah. Literally, they were doing Lego reenactments. It was ridiculous. Oh, and it just makes zero sense to me. The NBA, which, again, is like the organization that gets these things right so often, was like, posting clips of this stuff is marketing for us. Free marketing. Please continue to market our league as much as you possibly can. Unrestricted. And other leagues are like, no, I don't think so. I'm sorry, you couldn't possibly get a couple of retweets from our brand. That would be that would be a terrible thing. Well, you got to remember that FIFA is like the soccer Olympic committee in that everyone involved gets their money from bribes and not from actually making things popular. So right. they really have they have no incentive to. It's already the most popular sporting event in the world. They don't need. Chicken Fingers sixty nine on Twitter to market it by, and and I'm not referring to our friend Chicken Fingers. That's spelled with a Z. I'm yep. talking about the actual Chicken Fingers sixty nine with yeah. the word spelled right, which yeah. I assume is a Twitter account, which would explain why our good friend Doctor Fingers has had to spell his incorrectly. I have to they, assume they don't need that guy marketing the World Cup. The World Cup's going to do fine without him. But at the same time, like you. True. I would rather that people posted stuff on the internet because it's better that way. Um, you know, it's not just chicken fingers; it's chicken. Yeah, that's right. Both words are spelled incorrectly. I wonder if maybe he decided to have no C and no S because Clarence Swamptown is dead. Oh, that would be awesome. He is a fan of wordplay. I suddenly he's a fan of wordplay, everybody. I he is, but there is that other C, so it might be a stretch. I never thought about no, it. No, I still like this. This is like some Paul is dead mm-hmm. stuff. It is. really is. Oh, man. Somebody quick, get the numerical representations of every letter in Chicken Finger 69 and add them up. Crack the code. <laughs> Crack the code. So now I have not only... 
divulged my nickname being Taco, but I've also shared a Clarence Swamptown Chicken Fingers state secret. So I'm I'll be dead in the morning. <laughs> well, um, you had a good run. Yeah, it's my swan yeah. song. Yep, got that hundredth win. Um, yep. So that was good for me. Good, good times. Um, good times. So, John, for for historical purposes, has this World Cup been awesome, or has it been? I mean, I know that you've been enjoying it, but do the ca- yeah. are the casual fans enjoying it? What are the what are the, what's the word on the street? Um, that's an interesting question. I the truth about the World Cup, at least for me, is that while it's happening, I'm completely immersed in it. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the next one rolls around four years later, I can hardly remember anything that happened in that World Cup. Like, right. for the last three weeks, it's just been completely like, oh, yeah, I, I have a lot to say about both Sweden and Switzerland. I have a lot to say about how both teams play, about their previous results. And three weeks from now, I'm going to be like, man, I think Sweden was, I'm pretty sure Sweden was in the tournament. <laughs> I yeah. can't. They were the ones. No, that was Denmark that did that. Hmm. So like sports hypnotism. You're really yeah. into it, and then you're like, "What? Huh?" Yep. Then I just I I come up for air and sort of blink a few times, come out into the sunlight, and then it's baseball for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um, John. Okay, so it's like, hard for you to uh, know. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Stuart. Oh, I was just gonna say, John. Do you think like the low scoring? And the um, you know the weird like you know rules that are maybe foreign to a, an audience um, that doesn't they don't really make sense. They see something going on and they don't understand um, why it's happening. Oh, hold on, I'm talking about hockey. Um, how's the soccer been? No, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> sorry, you know sorry. this Croatia game was really fun today. Sorry, match it was match. No, Great game match. is fine. Game is fine. It is? It's okay. fine. It's totally fine. All right. I've been um, condescendingly correcting everybody who said game, so I've got a bunch of apologies to make tomorrow. Yep, when I get into that's work. fine. Go ahead and Lips write your notes. doodle. Uh, but no, it was great. And, you know, it was uh, there was a ton of really fun scoring chances. So I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time. It's hard. It's hard not to enjoy the World Cup. You would have to be... A churlish lunatic to not enjoy it even a little bit. So true. Yes. We don't know any of them. We. I. I think I don't actually know if if our other co-host has been watching. I'm sure there are other people who will feel free to tweet in. I know. I know that they're out there because they're the people that comment on my Star Tribune columns. Every so often, I. <laughs> Every so often I check the comments. I don't know why. You don't read the comments. But every so no, often I like, pull up the article. Oh, there's a little two there. I'm going to click. Oh, as it turns out, soccer is stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, I've wasted your time here yeah. um, by writing about a stupid sport. Yeah. My favorite match so far was the uh, Saturday. Was it Saturday, the Croatia-Russia game, John? Or was it Sunday? Uh, yes, that's right. Saturday. God, that was fun. I just enjoyed the living heck out of that one just uh the guy the robert carlisle looking guy for croatia let's say micah donchek yep that sounds right yeah sure um that's just that was so fun and i think everyone thought the fix was in for russia just 
I don't know if you guys have been following um, the world stage lately, but Russia has been involved in some some hijinks of late. And uh, <laughs> I've heard a uh, couple things, <laughs> wacky stuff from those guys. And, and on top on top of that, um, and I think John can back me up on this. Some international soccer type people uh, who run the sport are maybe a little corrupt. A tiny, uh, Stu. Just, that's, I just, wow. I'm going, yeah, I know. That's a take. Um, that's a take I right think, there. We might have to edit that one out. I think yeah. soccer people are corrupt in – I think the best way to say it is soccer people are corrupt like Russian government is corrupt. <laughs> like it would make an oh Olympic God. official embarrassed probably. Right. Well, <laughs> it's a constant competition between – the International Olympic Committee and FIFA and people and, uh, who run bike Congress. teams in the Tour Just de France. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like those three groups are constantly outwitting each other. Um, but yeah, it was it was super fun um, watching those two the two goals in extra time, especially for a a rube like me who thought once you scored in extra time the game was over. <laughs> I talked <laughs> so to an, like, another friend of mine who never watches soccer but he's been way into this world cup did the exact same thing where croatia scored and he was like ah croatia won and he turned it off and only later (laughs) only later found out that russia had scored a equalizer and the game had gone to a penalty (laughs) shootout (laughs) that is incredible but john i've been thinking really hard about my next statement and uh i have to ask you Extra time? What? Why? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Just time it. I don't. What? Oh, are we talking stoppage time, not extra time? Stoppage time, extra time. The whole concept of where it doesn't stop when the ball goes out of bounds. As I said before, what? Um, I don't like. I, it. I'm not. I'm not sure what you're getting at here. You get it. Come on, you get it. You, you, you get would it, like them you to. You totally you'd like them it. to stop the clock when the ball goes out of bounds. You get it, yeah, yeah. You, you get you it. You got it. See, so you got it. You got it. You got it, bro. But you get it, right? You get it. No, you got, it. got it. You get no. it. No, no. You. You get it. <laughs> I just. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Just. We have clocks now. Let's use them. They can be accurate. 538 came out with a whole report that a bunch of times this extra time or stoppage time or whatever the fuck, it's always way less than it should be. What I'm proposing here, John, is two words. More soccer. Are you on board with more soccer? Here's the one thing about that, though. For for 100 years... 150 years. How old is soccer? 150 100, years. We're going to say 151 years. Yep. We're going to say it's 151 years old. 151 years old today, actually. For today, that July entire 11th. for that entire time period, we've been mm-hmm. playing soccer games with the clock just going. And at the end of the first half, the referee adds one minute or two minutes. And at the end of the game, he adds four minutes or five minutes. Sometimes six minutes. Sometimes three minutes. That's the way it's been the whole time. Now maybe. You you do this stopwatch base report like 538 did, and you say, well, people are not adding enough stoppage time. And I'm sure that's true. But the point that that article also made that it didn't focus on enough was, all right, maybe there should have been 12 minutes of stoppage time here. 
But if the referee puts 12 up on the board, there's going to be a riot. There's legitimately going to be people coming out of the stands and trying to kill the referee. So let's just keep it more or less the same. It's fine. It works. It's fine. For it's 151 like, years, when your baby got a toothache, what you did was... You went this and is, got some cocaine. I'm going to go ahead and say this is already the worst <laughs> comparison in the history of this podcast. And it's been fine for 151 years. So, so yeah, you, okay, once you stop doing that, you know who's going to have a riot? The babies. The babies are going to be so fucking mad that you took their cocaine from them and started just making them have a toothache. So let's just, let's just keep it the way it is. Keep putting cocaine on their gums. I, I legitimately don't know how to address a comparison between stoppage time in soccer and child dentistry. John, I don't know what to do with that. John, you know. You know. You get it, right? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> I had a bunch of beers at the Twins game. Oh, I, <laughs> I see. That makes Now it makes perfect sense. Ah, uh, fine. I thought maybe more soccer would be something that you liked, but you don't. So that's a bummer. That's I, a bummer. I, I'm fine with soccer the way it is. I'm fine. I, like I am. Soccer. I am too. I just you know. I uh, thought okay. you were, when you said extra time, which is overtime. I thought we were mm-hmm. going to talk about the overtime system, which I don't like. I think okay. Penalty what don't shoot- you like about it? I think penalty shootouts are a stupid way of deciding it. Oh, so you just want more overtime? Yeah, more soccer. Do you maybe take Although, a guy off the field? Uh, each uh, team? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Here's the one interesting idea that I only heard of this tournament that I'd like to bring up is the idea of if it's tied at the end of the game, you have the penalty shootout at the end of the game, and then you have extra time, which I think would be fascinating. Because then one team has to score. I guess the penalty shootout would be worth like half a goal. You have one team that knows that if the game ends tied, they're going to lose. So they have to score a goal, and then it becomes way more fun. Okay, so then the team who won the penalty shootout is basically just going to... Here's a strategy for that team. Just kick the ball really high in the air over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, it's better than the other the way that they're doing it now. So I'm on board. It's better John. than better than now, where if the game is tied and everyone just wants to go to the penalty shootout because they don't want to take a risk, and so you got ten guys playing defense in one half of the field and ten guys playing defense in the other half of the field. Yeah, and it's like a it's game of red or over when they won't call anyone over. <laughs> standing there. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> See, my analogies are back, baby. Boy, that's one for two right there. I think. I think the it's key the thing. You, ever. The key thing that you did different is that you didn't try to bring teeth into the equation. Okay, cool. I'm taking notes. Yep, just writing it down on a piece of paper. Yep. That's how I. With that's how I write. The world's loudest pencil. That's my. <laughs> yeah, I put the microphone right down by my hand when I do it so you can yep. tell for sure that I'm scratching on a piece of paper. Yeah, that sounds right. That's proof. That's good planning. That's That's proof. That's good that that's good foley editing right there. I I wanted to ask you about the World Cup for about 10 minutes and it's now been a half an hour, so Yeah, that's really, if it's fun though. If this it's a podcast great sport. is 
if this podcast has taught you nothing, it's that asking me about soccer is not a good way for this podcast to run short. That's so true. Well, I have a, a <laughs> soccer-related question for Stu, but then, John, you can bounce right back in if you want to. How's All that right. sound? That sounds, so we're that sounds kind wonderful. Of, I'll talk to you in a half hour. Move on. Yeah. We're going to try to move on, but we're, then we're not going to, because I want John mm-hmm. to answer this question, too. Stuart, are you yeah. here? I am here. What year will the U.S. win the World Cup? Um, let's see. It's 2018 uh, it as we record this. It will not. They will not win it this year, um, nope. because they did not qualify for the tournament. Uh, Trinidad well, then, and let me, t- that, Tobago. let me x out twenty and eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one is in four years. It's in Qatar. Um, speaking of corrupt officials, I believe about a thousand workers have died trying to get the country ready for it because yeah, it's going to be a hunt. They're having it in the winter, so it'll only be like a hundred and five instead of a hundred and twenty-five. Um, I don't think they'll win there because it's going to be some, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I think, um, let's say Russia will win in 2022. It just seems like things are going their way. So after a setback this year, I think they'll come back strong. Um, More poisonings. It'll be a good, it'll be a really good way to like, you know, help, uh, you know, Trump will be halfway through his second term and our democracy mm-hmm. will be in shambles, but it'll be a good way for him to celebrate. Um, 2026 it will be, be it's uh, yeah, 2026 will be back in North America. I believe Canada, Mexico, and the United States are like sharing hosting duties. I would look for the U.S. to make a run then. I'm not saying they'll win, but I think, mm-hmm. you know, they've got the, they got a young group, a group of young up and comers, I like to call them. Um, they're scrappy. They wanna they're this they wanna win. And I think um this year left a real bitter taste in their mouth. So I think give them about, you know, maybe cutter, they'll be knocking on the door. But in two thousand twenty six they're gonna kick the damn thing in, Brandon. Holy shit. That's amazing. What a prediction. Yep. Stu, did you just predict that the U.S. is going to win the World Cup in twenty twenty six? I know you God said damn right he did. You now, said the actual over. words. I Stop don't recording. think they're Podcast. going to win that, win the 2026 World Cup. But then but no, it seemed like at the it. end you talk yourself into it. <laughs> no, the two. Th- uh, I mean, it's just I, you, you look at the base of talent that they have, John, the young talent. Um, and mm-hmm, I just think mm-hmm, you know they'll be mo- they'll be motivated. They'll be on their home court, um, or their home match, or their home game. And I just mm-hmm. sorry, I, I got a good feeling about 2026, John. You can't John, you get, get it, that right? away from me, me. You totally you get, get it, John. You get I it, feel. <laughs> John, do you want to answer? Uh, n- no, because now I'm going to seem like a party pooper. Do you want me to answer? Yeah, go ahead. 2054. 2054. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I just feel like basically what Stu said, but a lot more years of that. And then 2054. Boom. Done. I'll be 73. Do you guys want to watch it together? That sounds great. I can't. Yep. Clarence we'll, can't make we it. Still be re- I assume we'll still be recording this podcast in the nursing home, in the well, community room. Mm-hmm. Everyone else will be playing 500, and we will be recording a podcast. This is episode 248, so by then we'll probably be on episode like 270. So yeah, be, 280 um, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Ooh, I don't know. I'm pretty busy coming up here, so who <laughs> yeah, knows. I'm pretty but. busy for the next 30 years. 
I'll get back into it. I mean, we got the equipment, so yeah, we might as well record the podcast. Okay, John. So I tried to make you seem like the optimist compared to old pessimist Taco here. Um, <laughs> pessimist so, Taco is a great name for really a is. blog in two thousand one or a rock band in nineteen ninety four. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. It's so good. Uh, okay, so what did, what were you thinking? Uh, the U.S. will never win the World Cup. Oh my God! Wow. It's that doesn't mean that that it won't be fun to watch and it won't be exciting. But I just there's so much going against them. It's it's probably in our lifetimes it's not going to be the most popular sport in America. That's football now, and it's going to be basketball. Um. It's there's just too much working against the United States. It's what if the country, we invade a bunch of other countries? Well, over. if we can invade France or Spain, that would actually help a lot. Yeah, we're gonna. That's gonna be tough. There's a lot of uh, logistical issues there, I suppose. But beyond the logistics, I don't see a downside. So, well, we can figure it out. Yep. And then we get their players. Pretty cool. But honestly, the more I think about it, the more I want to be on Team 2026 with Stu. So I'm going to change my answer and say they're going to win it in 2026. This is amazing. Two people just completely mid-sentence talked themselves into 2026. God damn it. I just want to be on Stu's team (laughs) enthusiasm. It just seems (laughs) way more fun. Well, do you guys want to watch that one together? Yeah, that sounds great. We can go to a game. I've been or a match. I've been waiting literally literally decades for you guys to come over and watch soccer with me. (laughs) It'll be fun. Well, all it took was a podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, that was some good. That's a lot of soccer talk. talk, And the reason that we've talked so much about soccer is because we don't really want to talk about the twins. John, before we get into the twins, um, I wanted to ask you because we already know that they're they're done and it's over for them. Um, just a general MLB question: uh, Can you give me any reasons to watch baseball this summer? Because yes, I can, and I'm going to tell Yankees you. And the Red Sox are good, and that fucking sucks. And Houston is good, but they already won one, so I don't give a shit about them. And some weirdo NL teams are in it, and I don't care about any of them either. Please. Please help. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to tell you something that I found out literally this week. And I just want to say I don't I don't expect you guys to have told me, but we have some listeners. We don't have a million listeners, but we have some podcast listeners. We have and they have social media ways of connecting with us. Some of them even have my personal telephone number and could have sent me this message. And not one of you podcast (laughs) listeners told me about this. And I could not be more disappointed and angry in all of you. So here's what I found out this week. What I found out is that if you have the MLB.TV package that allows you to watch all of the baseball games, what they have available as part of that app is the ability to turn off all of the announcers for whatever game you're watching and just have the sounds of the game. I have been waiting 
literally my whole entire life for this to be true <laughs> of every sport I've ever watched. And baseball has made it happen. As it turns out, another thing that I didn't know is that you can watch, if you have it up on your computer, you can watch four games at once. I'm. Oh my God. I'm, I'm watching headed. baseball just because it's the best possible. It's, it's my dream world all contained in the baseball app. It's everything I've ever wanted from watching sports. No announcers and multiple games on at one time. That's the reason to watch baseball because it's sports nirvana right there. And again, I can't stress enough that all of you podcast listeners have failed me. And I'll hold a grudge against every one of you for the rest of my life because you didn't tell me about it before Tuesday. Holy shit. I didn't know that until right now, John. And you already knew this. How much do you want to... I saved it. I saved it for the podcast because we had to get through it somehow tonight. Okay. All right. I, I forgive you. So that's your reason to watch I'm baseball, I'm just being Brandon. a pessimist taco right now. You get, you get the MLB.TV. <laughs> you get four games going at once with only the park sounds. No annoying announcers. And I can't... We complain a lot about announcers around here for whatever our favorite teams are. But I can't stress enough that... All of the announcers in every sport I watch are, in general, worse than the announcers we have here. It's remarkable how the TV networks of America have found fifty of the most a hundred, fifty of the hundred most annoying people in America, and hired them to announce sporting events. It's and incredible to, to have to have a feature in which I can just turn them off and ignore them entirely. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, I am imagining that right now, and I'm just I just went from like six to midnight at the idea of not having to listen to these jackasses talk every fucking second. Yeah, and it just sounds like baseball, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Is there any at all announcement like new pitcher, this guy? No. Or you is it just see like... the you see the graphics on the broadcast? You can hear the public address announcer like you're at the game. But okay, so it. you hear the public address in case there's anything like that for him to. Yeah, you hear. Oh the, my god! You hear the awesome. sounds from the game as if you were at the game. Yes, unless people, I hate people. Yep, almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's amazing. But you dude. don't have to. Okay. You don't have to mute it. You hear it like it's still a game. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. Have, I love it. You don't have to deal with the radio people. In most places, I've found the radio people are no better than the television people. Yeah, they're all not me, so I don't. You like always. You always think you're going to get Herb Carneal or Vin Scully, and instead you get Dan Gladden. Oh, boy. Just <laughs> clamming up when the ball is hit. <laughs> so you have to imagine. It's it's the theater of the mind with Dan Gladden broadcasting baseball on the radio. Oh, you hear the crack of the bat? Well, we're going to have to wait until everything's done before Dan says another word. Fans cheering, going nuts. Oh, that was a triple. Walk so he's on third got, base. Got all of that. That's one. interesting. You'll got never see all. that again. Well, we didn't see it the first time, Dan, because yeah, you're on the radio. <laughs> you didn't get any better, did he? You just never, no. never got any he, better. He that. he followed the John Gordon path, which is just to start bad and never improve. It's <laughs> and they named the they start named the goddamn press box after him. The Target Field press box <laughs> is named after John Gordon, who was the the play-by-play guy for 25 years and was bad the entire time. 
The I'm entire time. I, I thought the Target Field press box was named after Herb Carnhill. No. Let's just go with John Gordon. It makes more. It makes the conversation no. more fun. <sighs> he his best skill was he just showed up for work every day, and they went, yeah. "Well, he's here." So, oh. guess he's back. He was in the movie Little Big League. That's cool. It's better than anything I ever did. You won a hundred games, games. Town Ball, Brandon. Your picture's That's in true. the Town Ball Tavern. That's true. You guys, <laughs> insult. I knew that. I just wanted you to say it again. Insult whoever it. you want, Brandon, but don't <laughs> insult yourself. In the nascent days of YouTube, you like ate a toenail, I think. So, I mean, let's just don't short that wasn't change me. yourself. That was my coworker. <laughs> or that, uh, that was my teammate, excuse me. Oh, God. That was, uh, that was tough. That was tough to watch. That happened many years ago. But Okay, uh, I now I want to move on to Stuart. Can I ask you a twins question, please? Sure. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I thought Stu literally hung up because he didn't want to answer <laughs> Dwayne's question. Sorry, I tried to find out if the press box is really named after John Gordon. I'm sure, I'm certain it is, but <laughs> you know what podcast you're on, baby. It doesn't matter. It's a sport of fact. Uh, Stuart, my question to you is: Which Minnesota Twins do you think will be traded? Which of the Twins? Yes. Um, I think. Uh, Lance Lynn for sure. Um, he gone. He gone. Um, Lance the, Lynn wants to be traded so badly. He's literally yeah. wearing the jerseys of other teams that he hopes to be traded to out to the mound. <laughs> mm-hmm. In layers. Yeah. He's just uh, his next he's, start. He's just going to wear a Brewers jersey out there and be like, "All right, I'm ready, guys. Got my jersey. Yep, ready he's to go." A selfie of every single one, so when the trade goes through, they won't have to Photoshop it. They'll already have the photo. <laughs> he's like, he's determined not to lose this game of strip poker, so he's wearing eight jerseys. He's not going to lose this time. It's embarrassing as hell. He's he's, he's way again, over his target it. weight. Yep. Uh, <laughs> So he's, he's uh, carrying so much weight. He's just so heavy. <laughs> um, he's gone. I think Ed's gone. I think Dozier's gone. Yeah. Because yeah. Dozier I, sort of picked it up a little bit. It sounds like uh, I think Lavelle had uh, Milwaukee kicking the tires on him today. So It's a second half yeah. player. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's not the worst uh, for I – mean, they're, they're probably not going to have to give up that much to get him, so it makes sense for – Someone like the Brewers to take a chance like that. Stu, take a chance honey. like Abba, like like Abba said. Mm-hmm. Take a chance, take a chance, take a, take a chance, chance. Stu, on a so scale good. of zero to ten, how furious will you be if the Twins trade Ed? Uh, you know, he's such a, a a light, a beacon, if you will, in a world, a fallen right. world. That he's Minnesota's only hope. He is Minnesota's only hope, but he also deserves so much better than what's around him right now that uh-huh. I, feel, so I would love to see him. Wouldn't it be awesome to see Ed Escobar get a ring? That would I mean, be awesome. Yeah. Just, the, just the most pleasant, you know, like beloved guy in that clubhouse, and they've all let him down outside of Rosario. They have all let him down. Uh, not Every not goddamn either, one of them. Everyone else with him has just... Like he's inspired them, and they've returned the favor by playing like 
dog shit for 90 games, and it's not cool, and it's not fair. So I'm taking the stance, John, I am taking the stance that it actually is a good thing if he gets traded because he deserves happiness, and we do not. I think that's a, a beautiful sentiment. And, you know, I may be 19 beers deep here, but I don't think it's hyperbole to say that he's basically the Twins version of Kevin Garnett. Yeah, that was very Kevin Garnett-esque right there. Yeah, he's just he's been around so long. He's given us so much that we mm-hmm. we just want him to go somewhere and be happy and win a ring and then scream out weird statements when he gets interviewed after winning that ring. That's all we ask. <laughs> if anybody's going to scream out weird statements mm-hmm. in a celebration, it's going to mm-hmm. be Ed. Yeah, yep. That's we know him well. It's his classic move. Uh, okay, so... Those guys are gone. You're right. That's probably all they can trade. And all they should trade. It's yeah, they'll be back. Someday Bucks Chubbs will come back into our life. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hope. God damn it, it's the Herb <laughs> Cardinal press box. I was wrong. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think John and I both knew that, but we thought, you know. Maybe they needed, like, one of the, like, you know, one of the good bathrooms after him. You know, like, the door locks so you get some privacy and stuff. Maybe that's what's named after John. The stall the John... door goes all the way down. Yeah. That's just, like, the... Mwah. That's the yeah. ultimate classy move right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when you know you're in the right place. Yep, the John um, Gordon nice restroom at Target Field. <laughs> Pump in some white noise. It's just mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> just nice. Just oh god, just a little static. Oh. Just a little, a little bit light just, music. You know, just enough. Just enough to let people relax. Yep. All right, should we keep moving? I got a couple other things here. Sure. Yep. It can't be sports. We're no, out of not, sports. Not really. Um John uh, has your LeBron James Lakers jersey come in the mail yet? <laughs> no, of course it hasn't. I I did want to check in with you to see how you were doing, whether you're holding up okay. That we spent we spent an inordinate time amount of time on this podcast talking about the pipe dream that 76ers fans had that LeBron James would go to play in Philadelphia. So I wanted to mm-hmm. check in and make sure you were okay now that this didn't happen. 
Well, I never really believed that it was going to be an option, so I didn't allow myself to to have feelings. And we all know that's the most important part of being a grown-up sports fan is don't let anybody into your heart. So I wasn't too disappointed in that. I am bummed when shitty organizations get lucky in general. And I think that's what happened here. And that's, uh, that's a bummer, man. That's a real bummer. But I also realized that my love for LeBron James apparently knows no bounds because I still, I still love him. Really Even love him. on the Lakers. I think so. I'm going to have to see it in person to really understand. You know how like you think you're going to cheer for a team, but you don't know until you see it and kind of feel out, you know, feel it out a little bit, your emotions. But I think I I am basically in full on fuck the Warriors mode in everything True. that happens. So I, I can yeah. tell you that when LeBron and whoever else ends up on the Lakers are playing the Warriors in the playoffs, I will definitely be cheering for LeBron. I will also uh-huh. cheer for the Lakers should they play the Celtics at any point. Mm-hmm. Okay. And beyond that, I... That's enough, though. That's good. Let's play. I, I, think, I, I think I'd prefer the Los Angeles Lakers to just get trapped in a volcano of some kind. It's just so frustrating they have been a disaster over an organization for like eight straight years shitty move after shitty move mistake after mistake legitimately from their moves one of the laughing stocks of the league and then lebron was like ah love the weather here i come it's very isn't, odd i i i i hate i hate saying this but isn't this exactly what our friend clarence swamptown said would happen I don't think so, and no. I am not happy with you thinking, giving him any credit whatsoever. Here's what I guess. What, what I'm Clarence saying is, when are you going to apologize to Clarence? How much? How much? Are you on the dole? Are, is he paying you? What's the? <sighs> <sighs> Listen, I just don't want to have to move. All right, this is what he said I had to do. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing: they are still, to me. A horseshit organization. Did you, if you saw who they signed afterwards, I felt like it w- it was a prank. Who uh, did they sign afterwards? I don't actually know the answer to this. Uh, you're not going to believe me, but they signed Lance Stevenson. <laughs> really? Yeah. And oh, well, again, I mean... you're going to think I'm a liar, but then they signed Javal McGee. Oh, the big two. And then I know you're probably going to just lose all idea that I am ever honest, but then they signed Rajon Rondo. Wow. That was the final piece to that team. That was it. They've Basically, got it what they need to surround LeBron with is uh, but surly old guys who can't shoot. That's what they think are is the is the key to unlocking LeBron uh, and a championship around him. So there's still a shitty organization. Here's the thing that Chicken Fingers did, which is kind of crazy to me. He said that the Lakers were a really good organization. And then he was wildly, hilariously wrong for six years. And then on year seven, one good thing happens. He goes, ha, told you. It's like that doesn't take away the other six years he was wrong, right? Like if you said right now, Mike Trout sucks at baseball, 
you'd be wrong for like 15 more years, but then the year after he had like one bad year, you can't go, ha I was right. <laughs> so this is <laughs> right? basically like 2006 saying Albert Pujols is going to suck someday. Albert and Pujols now you're sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back and goes, told you. It's like, that's not, you're wrong for like half, half a decade you were wrong. And you still might be wrong because, I again, I don't see that. I mean, LeBron's amazing, but geez. Who knows? So um, it's a fair question for you just because you're a nice person. You like chicken fingers. But screw chicken fingers for all eternity if he thinks that he had any somewhat of a good prediction here because he was proven wrong for many, many years in a row. And I miss him so much. Oh, my God. I miss, I miss him I miss so chicken much. Fingers. God, I miss him. Oh. God, he's the best. He's the best. I really just miss him. I'm so oh, happy God. when he's here. Can, I know. Can, can, can he, we he tease the fact that he might be back? Maybe. Yeah. Tomorrow? Our, our, we can. We can tease it. Our hope is that. Hopefully, yep. I. I we need to. We need to explain that our our good friend Clarence Fingers has 14 children, all mm-hmm. of whom are playing three sports this summer, and since. Our, our our good friend owns a teal minivan. He apparently is the bus driver to drive to every one of these games. Mm-hmm. So he has not been at his home and not sleeping for more than one cumulative hour this entire summer. Whole summer. So his ability yep. to record a podcast has been very low. But we're hoping, we're hoping that tomorrow night he might be able to give us a phone call at which time we would record a bonus podcast yep. because we're the sportive. And what we do is we take an entire month off and then record two podcasts in two days. Yep. yep. And, and then just, another, and then yeah. we'll be off until 2026. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> USA, the U.S. is winning USA. the World Cup. And again, this yeah. is this is definitely not a definite thing. It is tentative, like the two or three podcasts we were supposed to record in the last month, but never did because people's schedules kept getting borked. So it's uh, don't uh, yeah. Wade, don't don't uh, get your hopes too high up, Wade. This yeah. is Please. tomorrow night's podcast is dependent on children's sporting events finishing mm-hmm. in a reasonable amount of time. So mm-hmm. if you have seen children's sporting events, you know how impossible this might be not only that but then the the dad slash coach afterwards having enough energy to make a phone call and try to be funny mm-hmm. to other folks <laughs> rather than just like crashing in the entryway and all he wants this... to do is just sit, sit outside the outside of his teal van smoke a parliament cigarette and then go inside and have a fitful night of sleep that's all he wants. And <laughs> who, are, who are we to this, tell him no? I mean, that's all he wants. This does lead into another question that I wanted to ask you, Brandon. How mm-hmm. is T-ball coaching going? Oh, man. It's, uh, geez. You know, so just to for folks who maybe didn't listen to the last few, I didn't want to coach my kids' baseball team <clears throat> Because it just felt like too much of a commitment. And then I went to the first practice, and it was really, really hard to watch as a baseball player and not be involved and tell the kids what to do. So I did sort of have an upswing there of like, cool, I'm going to get into it and help out. And that lasted for like one game. And since then, it's been this just nosedive down of like every single game in practice is getting less and less fun for me. And I'm miserable, and I just want it to end. 
So I don't know if I have it in me to coach. I mean, why is it so miserable? It's, I mean, they're getting better. It's good. I'm happy. <laughs> that does for that. sound miserable so far. But it's just so tedious. It's so hard to every single two times a week go to every kid on the field and be like, "Can you please stand up?" Just, I'm not asking you to full on ready position, <laughs> chatter in the infield. Just stand up, please. Just stand. Just fucking stand up. <laughs> Uh, that gets exhausting, you know? Um, yeah. And the fact that they're hitting a little bit better is just not enough to overcome that aspect of it all. And there's weekday games. And again, as chicken fingers knows, and Stu probably remembers anything that has to happen at six o'clock on a weekday is just put a bullet in my brain before you make me drive across town to get there for a game when the kids won't even fucking stand up in the infield. So that's that's kind of where I'm at right now mentally. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's 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 the that's the youth sports uh, breaking point right there. Is that you just it's you it, you get it gets bleak. It just it's it, you, it's it just, unending and it's so exhausting to like. Yeah, I don't know. I hope that there's an age and. Um, for baseball and when we'll see about the other sports where it's like, no, I, I really see these kids having a blast and, and really they enjoy it because you don't want to be there. I'm not there for me, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does feel like that sometimes when the kids are like, eh, I just want to go to the playground. This sucks. Can we be done? And uh, so it's hard to push through that sort of element when the kids don't even seem to be enjoying it themselves. And I understand the dads. I don't understand the dads who get like two into sports, obviously, but the dads who are like, I'm not here for me, asshole. You're going to, if you're going to be here, you got to work. I understand that aspect. So John, I'm, I'm a little sour and I'm looking forward to the season being over. <laughs> not, not going great is what I'm, what I'm hearing from you. Not great, Bob, but I will say that I'm, I love watching my kid play. It's way more interesting um, and more, it's it's also so weirdly irrational to when my kid hits the shit out of a ball that I act like I did something. It is the weirdest parenting thing in the world to be like, yes, shit, yeah. And it's him. You know, it's not me. I have nothing to do with it. So, But that is a, a thing that you can't really help. It's like a biological thing or whatever. So seeing Jones enjoy it and get better and making really good plays, he's good. Um, that part's really fun. So I, I, I do enjoy that aspect. Yeah. I, and I will say that, like, next year I'll, be the, I'll probably be, like, the head coach who's running the show. That will be easier for me as a very controlling person i'll be happier next year I think. as long as i can be in charge that's yeah. what's the most important thing here as long as no one else has any input whatsoever on what happens i'm pretty happy yeah, yeah. That's, that's how that's how we made this podcast work we just <laughs> let brandon be in charge of everything and it's worked out great for everybody it really has yep <laughs> oh i am the worst uh, but no, thanks for asking, John. It is, it's, um, I'm, you know, I'm probably being a little dramatic because weekday games really take everything out of me. Week Weekend games are a little bit better and um, it'll, it, it'll only get better from here is my point of view. Like next year should be more fun because it'll be better and 
every year after that should be more fun too. So we'll see. Up until you start having to coach surly teenage boys, and then I imagine it'll drop off the planet again. You will long yeah. for the days at which the children just wouldn't stand up. Oh, man. Can you Instead imagine? of mouthing off to you and you can't mm-hmm. hit them. <laughs> well, I think the things that my uh, uh, fellow dads that I'm buds with have a hard time with is, you know, they had a kid who was really into baseball and really into baseball and then maybe a little bit less and a little bit less. And there's like the one year where you realize he should have quit the year before because he doesn't really like it at all anymore. <laughs> but you have to kind of go through the motions because you signed up for it and the coach is expecting you to be there. That, to me, is like the nightmare scenario of like, okay, I got to leave work early and sit through all this traffic to do a thing that no one wants to do. I don't want to do it. My kid doesn't want to do it. That's going to be hard. So I hope that doesn't happen. But um, I have seen a few of that of those instances with some pals, and that's that's the nightmare right there. That's the bad thing. So let's hope we don't get there. <sighs> well, that's good. That's good. Yes. And I'm guessing the season is almost over, so that's also good. Exactly. I think there's like a game left. Perfect. So I'll be happier. I'll be happier next week. Well, we're not going to record next week, obviously. I'll be happier. Yeah. Uh, what are we scheduled? Like September 2019? Yeah. Well, we're next, tentative. Actually. We're tentative. tentative. Yeah, if we can make it work. Clarence has already has all 14 kids have a sporting event that night, so. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. That's true. Didn't, didn't know how it was possible to have both hockey and baseball and basketball season on the same night, but there you go. Yeah, they do things weird down there, down south. Yeah, so, South Metro. So any other open items, boys? Boy. I got I, nothing. My, my hope is that if we can get – our other co-host on the podcast tomorrow night we can talk a little bit about the wilds summer underwhelming signings so far and we can talk a little hockey he may even have some vikings information you never know so hopefully we can get all the sources that we ignored yeah and maybe some fun stuff that's possible too sorry hockey shot that was unfair I was ignoring Sorry, I love you. hockey. I love hockey. Uh, <clears throat> okay, good. Well, that was a fun chat, boys. It was let's, a fun uh, chat. Let's call it. We it should really press really record. We really enjoyed it. All right, so should we, yeah, should we start recording now? What do yeah, you let's start now. <laughs> let's take it from the top. And welcome. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's call it a day, and um, hopefully we'll be back very soon, but most likely we will soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, probably not, but maybe. Hopefully, Brandon will again have 19 beers before we record the next one. Mm-hmm. Good times. I enjoyed it. Okay, <laughs> bye. Later, Taco. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.